Welcome to the Leadership Spark Podcast, where we equip you to be the great leader your people deserve. I'm Hampton, joined by Corey, and today we're going to be talking about one thing that leaders do that actually can negatively impact their influence. Yeah, and as a leader, influence is your currency. Like if, if people on your team don't trust you, then you're going to have a very, very, very hard time leading. Leadership is hard enough in itself. It's simple, but it's hard. We'll talk about that more here in the future. But you can make it a lot harder if you don't have the trust of people on your team. And from, from my observations and experience, I think there's one thing that we can do as leaders that can start to chip away and erode trust. And that one thing is that we don't follow through. When we make a commitment to do something, we don't do it. Or another way to, to say it, and we've talked about this on the podcast before, is that our say-do ratio is too great. The ratio of how much we say and how much we actually do, you want as a leader for that to be a one-to-one, right? You want, I said this, I did this, and it's a one-to-one. But if it becomes a, I said these 10 things and I followed through on one, well, over time, people will start to question whether or not the next time you make a commitment, will you actually follow through or not? And when that happens as a leader, it starts to erode trust. And once trust starts to erode a little bit and it's, it's begin, beginning to be chipped away on, your influence starts to lessen and it just makes it harder. And so the one thing you can do is that you follow through whenever you say you're going to do something. And I know we, we geek out here at WildSpark on the working genius. It's something that, that we will unpack more in the future when it comes to WildSpark itself and, and, and just stuff that Hampton, you and I talk about on the podcast. But we, we love the working genius and uh, love thinking about productivity and thinking about how word gets done through the six geniuses that Patrick Lencioni and the table group have, have introduced through the working genius assessment. And there's one of the geniuses that is tenacity. And if you are, if you have tenacity as a genius, what we're talking about today, you don't even need to listen to this probably because you <laughs> follow through on what you say you're going to do. But Hampton, maybe unpack that a little bit more when it comes to, um, how people are wired, even how people, when you think about how work gets done, how, how follow through is impacted and maybe some tips on, on how people can't use a lack of follow through or a lack of wiring as an excuse, but they can put things in place that will help them reduce the say do ratio as much as possible to a one-to-one. The, the working genius is really all about what gives you energy and joy and life and the work that you do. Super talented people are a lot of times good at all six of these geniuses and we're not going to unpack them all right now but but the way it works is that everybody has two geniuses that in theory they could probably stay up for 48 hours straight with no sleep if they were doing those these two specific geniuses one of them as Corey mentioned is tenacity and people with the genius of tenacity love taking things from 90% to 100% they love checking the box they don't need a bunch of galvanization and vision casting they just want to know what do I need to do and let me go do it? And that's wiring it. And you can't really change that. Some people might disagree, but that, that, that stuff is hard to change. And the, the purpose of that assessment is not for you to feel bad. Um, it's actually to encourage you and to help you be self-aware because the best leaders are self-aware leaders. So Corey, for example, has tenacity as a genius. If I ask him to do something, I can literally never think about it again and it will get done 100% of the time. Like it just, it just will. And so. That's because one, he it has good character and sticks to his word, but also tenacity is a genius. So that comes easy to him. For you, um, if you're listening to this and you have a hunch that tenacity is not a genius of yours, 
We don't want you to think that you're lazy. It doesn't mean that you're lazy. I think there's a lot of guilt and judgment and shame we feel if, if tenacity is like a frustration for us. Really what you need is systems. And I think once you can come to understand that you do struggle to check the box, that you do struggle to get things done, if you can put systems in place to make sure you get things done, then your people will start trusting you more. So I have a friend with tenacity as a frustration and they have something on their calendar called the T-Zone or the T-Cave, where it's basically an hour a day, typically during the time where they feel like they have the most energy, whether it's in the morning or after lunch, if they've had a cup of coffee or something, and that's where they're going to check all of their boxes. So maybe for you, you need to have like a T-Zone on your calendar. And then also for the people with tenacity, if you're partnering with someone who doesn't have tenacity, Give them a chance. When you agree on what the project is, set a timeline. Maybe you put a reminder in the back of your mind, but don't go bothering them every single day about it. Give them a chance, agree on a timeline, and then check in with them on that timeline. Um, so I think this, this kind of goes both ways here. But at the end of the day, if you say you're going to do something, make sure you do it. Over time, it loses trust. And we don't want your wiring to be an excuse to not get things done. The more self-aware you can be about how you're wired and where your strengths lie, the better you're going to be. Do what you say you're going to do. We'll see you tomorrow.